Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Hello and welcome uh, to Friends with Friends, part two of an episode uh, with Adam Hess. Hello again, Adam. Hiya! How are you? Uh, I'm alright. Well, this is what happened last time. What happened last time was, well, ended up talking about, um, well just going off on one about friends really so uh, it's become a two-parter and this time you're going to talk about your actual episode big time big time big cultural event i think we've got to get you in again because we talked for so long about friends just as a friend we all had uh, homes to go to yeah we all had homes to go to things to do but that's fine it's nice and and we have broken wait, you wait, you boundaries with the uh, the two-parter so like i was talking about friends too much is that what happened no, no not too much <laughs> but <laughs> Are you not used to people talking about friends? Yeah. So do you literally? So people come on this podcast. Yeah. So you all love friends, and they what, run out of stuff to say. No, no, no. no. So we we took the, the premise of the podcast, as you know, because we've spoken about it. Yes. And I presume you've listened lots, but mm. let's just say you've mm. spoken about it. <laughs> is that people pick their favourite episode, and then we talk about that episode? I bet. I have you had anyone on this show? that you think deep down doesn't really know what they're on about. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Some of whom have admitted it. At the end of the episode, as you know, because you've listened, we do a quick uh, lightning round. uh, Where we do five sort of attention to detail questions from your episode. And people have scored zero before. Wow. Yeah. And we, we, we reference it quite often. There's the famous Luke Franks episode, isn't there? Where he, he chose his episode because he was flying back from holiday and it was based on the two friends episodes that were on the plane. <laughs> That's Fair how he enough. chose it. Fair enough. And then he forgot to watch it on the plane because he fell asleep. I'll be honest, I chose mine at random. Okay. Because I think it's very easy when people are, are asked like what their favourite one is. Yeah. You just choose one with loads of bright colours because it's popped into your head. Like, and, or a themed one. So like I know you said people often choose the one where no one's ready. Yeah. Because that's like a sort of, it's got a cool angle. Right. Or I'm trying to think what other people would choose. London. Do people choose London? We've had London. Had no, but, I mean, like people want to choose a lot, a disproportionately large number. Yes. Of so uh, the one where everybody finds out is one that people quite regularly want to choose. Oh, really? The one where no one's ready has been the most popular by far. The one where Ross is fine in season ten, which Pete chose as his favorite episode, the first ever episode we did of this podcast. A surprising amount of people have tried to choose that. Interesting, classic and Ross. Yeah, it is. But much later, it's just, it just—it surprised me, and we talked about this, you know, a long while ago now, that anyone would choose a season ten as their favorite ever episode of Friends. Because for my yeah. my loyalties all lie one to five, without a doubt. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Six is the worst. Is it? Oh, okay. The one with the joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which has been chosen on this podcast, and w- w- our guest was berated for it repeatedly. Will Manning, 
Uh, it's, it's probably the worst episode of Friends, I think. Wow. And this is all said with love and respect. And, you know, we love Friends. We're not we're not down on it. I just think there was a real nadir in season six. Within where, so many episodes, there's bound to be some crap. Wasn't right. There? And that was the, the, the main bit of that episode was two men arguing about who made up a joke that was a bit racist or something, it turned out. You know, it, it was... We never know what the joke was. No, we, we don't, fortunately. Yeah, yeah. But Monica says it was racist. Yeah. Meant, yeah. yeah. I'm trying to think. Yeah, I, I chose one at random because I didn't want to be marred by... <sighs> Regrets of sort of... Because like, oh, there's, there's too many. It's like yeah. the ones that... <laughs> bearing in mind, I've watched the London one the most. Yeah. So I was like... <laughs> yeah, well, that was probably when I probably found it. The London probably, one. Like the race car. Or there's ones I've watched mm. the most just because I had them on video. The video like, ones, yeah. The four episodes on a video, yeah. Yeah, so I would have watched like... The one with the little jam or whatever, loads. But yeah, so what do I do now? I talk about my. Oh, we'll talk about it. Yeah, yeah. That's also, what can do. you quiz me on other people's episodes? Do you have any of those spare questions? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've got. Quickly, I've got, can I've... I just get one? Uh, okay. Uh, last week's episode was the one with the stoned guy. Okay. Series one. What's okay. the name of Chandler's boss? Oh. oh my god! If you get this. Oh wow! Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, but why would you get this? You haven't watched this one. All right, another specifically. question. What does Weenus stand for? Oh no, I'm I've I don't know what Friends is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, Weenus. Yeah. Weekly. Enterprise. Estimated. Oh, wow. Uh, something of sales. Net usage statistics. Net, that's fine. Uh, well oh, done. Right. Okay, I, I'm. But you know, now. this is this is this is what's happened. But this okay. is a, it'll only be about your episode. Okay. But we will talk about it. Yeah, lovely. So it's yours is the one with all the rugby. Well, I'll tell you why I actually chose it. As yeah, it's one of the most culturally significant pieces of art <laughs> in, and I will fight that case. Yeah, because I will insist that if you say to most people the word Yemen, yeah. They will think of Chandler. Hundred percent. Yeah, they yeah, will not true. think of Yemen, and that is. I do, but I think that's true. Brilliant, isn't it? It's it, astonishing. Like. It's astonishing that part of the that one of the jokes in it is Joey saying saying to Chandler, um, "Oh, and Chandler sounds like a real you made place. it sound like a real place." Yeah, and everyone laughs. Yeah, and then everyone watching it must have themselves being like pretending to find that a funny joke, but being like Wikipedia. <laughs> I'm like what? Yeah. yeah, I maybe okay. Well, to me, this is true because I watched that when I was, I guess, nine. So of course, I didn't. Well, know that, that's many. definitely the, that. Yeah, when I first watched this episode, that's definitely the first time I was aware of Yemen. I'd say the same. Yeah. Um. So I just find it funny that now, yeah, that still must be with people. Yeah. Um. I say funny. No, it's just I think it's just a culturally significant thing. Um. Why else do I like the episode? Sorry, hang on, wait. I'm going to do the, the formatting of the podcast. Right? Okay. I'm going to read out the plot summary oh, okay. for people that haven't listened to okay, it thank previously. You. I, do, I do enjoy your taking the initiative, though. You're just like, oh, what else do I enjoy? Okay. <laughs> Let me talk for half an hour. Let's go. Sorry. Sort of random thoughts. Uh, season four, episode 15, the one with all the rugby. Here's the synopsis in case you haven't watched it recently. Ross wants to prove that he's tough to Emily by playing rugby with some of her British friends. Meanwhile, Monica becomes stressed when she discovers a switch in the apartment that appears to have no function. And Chandler regrets running into Janice and goes to extreme measures to get away from her. Switch. Rugby. Yemen. Yemen. Where do you want to start? Rugby. Let's start with rugby. So Ross and Emily just walking through... (laughs) The street. Oh, it's not a street, is it? It's, it's, it's so such an awful. Set. <laughs> it's so bad that it was like the most ex- 
most what watched show <laughs> of the time. It couldn't be asked to but go like, outside. I'm just curious, like the budget. It's always really obvious when they do these outdoors ones as well, because there's a few scenes of them hanging around outside and like a taxi appears and it, it just looks like everything surrounding them is just made of cardboard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they have this car just like pull up at so few miles an hour. Yeah. <laughs> so few miles an hour. With the same audio, boom, 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 just plunged in. But it's so funny. Like I bet, I think I bet this is true. I bet more people watched Friends than watched Game of Thrones. I think that must that, be true. That is, yeah, based on what, Pe- what we talked about based, on last week's podcast. Based on the fact there was nothing else to do. But the, I bet hundred yeah. million people must have watched the finale. Right. You must know that. I don't know. It was no, I don't. But it's yeah. tens of millions of people. Yeah. Would have watched it live or whatever. I mean, everybody's watched Friends and not everybody's watched Game of Thrones. That's the best Yeah, way. Like, literally everybody. Um, so they must have had the money, which makes it now look so odd that that outsidey bit, you never really... You only ever saw the bit outside Central Perk. Yeah. Um, or whatever. It, just, it all looked the same. Yeah. And then, yeah, these two rugby guys just... Turn up and just say, "Oh, let's let's pick let's up play. Emily. Don't let's they? pick up Emily. Let's let's go and play rugby tomorrow." I mean, they were they were wearing rugby kit, wearing, wearing rugby kit. They just walking come, down the street. Where have they just come from? From rugby, and they're going kind of on the way to rugby. Like they bump into her in the uh, most one of the biggest cities in the world. Yeah. Bump into her in the street. Yeah, and uh, open cans. They were proper like open what? Can. What the Brits do? Open tinny, wearing rugby kit. It's their, it's their accents as well, because at times. They sound genuinely British. And then the one with the long hair, suddenly he sounds South African at one point. I can't work yeah. out whether yeah, they are that's... actually English or whether they are trying to put an accent on. It's odd. One way to find out that, isn't there? Yeah, I guess so. Just take a bit of Google break, okay. don't we? There's a funny bit in the um, episode. I don't know if this is a thing that you've discussed. Yep. But it's in every scene of every episode, of every series, I think. So you know, I mean, it, the writing is bulletproof. Every yep. scene has a punchline right. pretty much and there's a punchline and every punchline is followed by like a, a really dirty guitar riff <laughs> so it's like hey but what about my shoes yeah. but what's funny is when it goes the camera stays on that scene for about a second and a half so the actors all have to do something to fill the time. Right. So it's often like a shrug, like, huh, I don't know, eh? <laughs> or why I yard, uh, those sort of things. What's really funny is in one of these... Pete, do you know what I mean? But can you imagine that in your head? Yeah, 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 of course. So that sort of thing. Um, what's quite funny is actually watching those, properly watching those sort of like gestures that they do to fill the time. There's a bit where they're in the flat watching rugby on TV yeah. or whatever... And um, Rachel makes the, the, the punchline of the whole scene. Rachel making a joke to Ross, like, uh, you aren't man enough to play rugby. That's yeah. essentially the joke. And a big laugh. And then, wow, The gesture that happens to fill that time is like Ross 
like threatening to punch Rachel. Right. So yeah, I noted this <laughs> I down. He makes that. as if to attack her. Yeah, 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 wow. yeah. And Joey holds him back. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I'm gonna fucking fucking get you, love. Yeah. And it's extra funny because they've just broken up. Right. But, you know what I mean? And it's just so funny. Yeah, Joey's like, no, she's not worth it, dude. <laughs> and then the scene just cuts, and I'm like, I want to know what happened then. What would he have done? Yeah, but he would he have punched her in the head. It's so <laughs> funny. Those gestures, I just find it's just so. No, it's an astonishing moment. In that I've got some news for you about the rugby lads by the way go one of them is from Manchester the non-long haired one <laughs> right okay the other one appears not to have a nationality anywhere on the internet which is I thought so quite impressive maybe he doesn't have one and that's why his accent's all over the place he belongs to the world his Wikipedia is Mark Thomas is an actor best known for Friends of course oh that's a shame which is a two scene oh yeah, it's two scenes. Doesn't look, so I'm just going to... It might be worth you getting the picture of uh, Mark Thomas up, Pete. Mark McCullough Thomas is the name. Plays Liam. Picture Liam. Okay. Big, curly-haired rugby lad, yeah? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm just getting him this, up. This is a picture of Mark Thomas. Oh, goodness me. He's... Uh, oh, gosh. He's got a very steely look on him, hasn't he now? He's aged well. Hasn't he? he has. That's what I was basically thinking that I tried to... Yeah, my brain has tricked well. me into thinking that that photo was taken today. <laughs> <laughs> there is no reason for me to think that time doesn't exist. No. Um, <laughs> he has probably aged badly yeah. in reality. What, what's this weird, photo was taken 40 it, years ago. What's weird about the the budget, <laughs> the evident budget constraints of Friends, is that the episode is like, when they play the rugby, Yeah, it's played... So unlike the one with the football, where it's yeah. clearly a set, yeah. a very... I don't know where they're claiming they were playing the oh, football. Start at like, the back, isn't it? Yeah. Start at the back of the New York City street where they live. Yeah, I don't understand. Like, is it Central Park? Like, which seems it's to be very... Away, incl- yeah. Miles away? Well, Central Park's miles away from where they live, mate. Where do they live? Well, if we Greenwich Village. Do they? Well, yes. If They reference the village and also the exterior shot is, is, Greenwich is Bedford Village. Avenue okay. in Greenwich. So that's way downtown from... So there's a park. I think it must be a little park, a little, a little local park. one. So that is ridiculous. Mm. I must have realised we can't be doing that again. So the way they, where they play rugby, yeah. so it's a genuinely outside park, they still were only able to hire like the smallest <laughs> bit of it. Like there is like a bush on the pitch yeah. pretty much. <laughs> yeah. It's a tiny square of grass. The whole place that they're playing just makes no sense. Like it's t- it's so small. Also, every player is wearing completely different kit. <laughs> oh yeah, of course. It would be impossible to know who is on whose team. Especially for Ross who's never met anyone. Yeah. <laughs> and it- if you know, as we're going over the problems with the rugby. You did not start a game of rugby with a scrum. Yeah, Fam- famously, uh, uh, you did not. It, it, there was something about, even though rugby is only like ex, like referenced a couple of times in that scene, yeah. it's abundantly clear that nobody watched even one episode of rugby. <laughs> yeah, to, <laughs> one, one episode. Not one episode of rugby. <laughs> Come on, get in the bloody scrum. It's like, <laughs> yeah. And it was... Someone's Googled rugby and seen the word scrum, and that's the only real... That's all they reference. Yeah, get in the like. What, I mean, for a guy who's never played rugby, you'd know. Just don't ask him to do that. You yeah. need. It's as if like everyone needs to be in the scrum yeah, exactly for for rugby to happen correctly. <laughs> yeah. And um, that scrum goes on for an implausible amount of time. Yeah, I know the joke is that Ross is upside down with his legs up in the middle, but 
It goes on about 30 seconds. That's, yeah. That's t- like, scrums are done in five seconds, mate. A scrum. It's absolutely done. And there is a, there's a point earlier, did you notice, when Joey starts teaching Ross about rugby? As a scrum. It's kind of like a huddle. Yeah, it's like, it's like a scrum. I mean, no. I mean... A scrum's what, like a team talk? Yeah. <laughs> Which it isn't. What an awful description. As a huddle is a team talk, yeah, isn't right, it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So what is he... What's he, what's he playing what's at? He, what is he saying? <laughs> well, it, it feels implausible to me that Joey Tribbiani would know the rules of rugby. Yeah. He'd probably yeah, have like it, a basic... If, like any, like I, I'm just thinking like in comparison, I'm not a massive rugby fan, but my basic knowledge of American football, like I'd probably be able to say something largely quite useless to someone in Ross's situation, giving them mm. some vague idea of how it works. Yeah. And that's about it. And that's kind of what Joey does. Yeah. But the thing is... What did he really teach Ross with that bit of information? <laughs> like, Ross didn't have any follow-up questions, like... Well, I mean, he, the problem is that I would... In Joey's defence, Ross was an unwilling student in that moment. Because all yeah, Ross yeah, says yeah. was, is a hum a bit like a scruddle. Absolutely, so if, if, I stand corrected. If I was Ross, and I was about to play my first ever game of rugby, and I was watching it on TV, I'd yeah. be like... I need to I, t- teach me everything you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's watching is, the game. This is really important that I don't die. Yeah. But he's just doing shit wordplay. Trying to think. So I, this is at an age where, I, know, I guess my school made me start playing rugby at like 11. Right. And it petrified me. We weren't allowed to play rugby at school. Why? Because the head teacher was a big cricket fan and he thought that rugby was too physical and he was scared of everyone breaking their legs, so we didn't what play is... <laughs> Yeah, fair play. I mean, cricket, arguably not physical enough. <laughs> I, I'd agree, yeah. Find a middle ground, head teacher. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, used to, I didn't sweat once playing <laughs> cricket during those PE lessons. But no, rugby, I, I found it petrifying. And I, what's weird is my school assumed I knew the rules. Right. And it's very weird to say... So are oh, you not allowed to do that? I just had to learn the rules of rugby from the occasions where other boys would shout at me. Right. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Oh, can't you put the ball down your trousers and just <laughs> run around with it like that? Um, but yeah, it was. it's a weird depiction of rugby. Also, the whole Emily plot, it's very odd. Yeah. Because surely, surely no viewer thought, oh, this woman's going to stay around forever and have a seventh, we'll have a seventh friend. Well, interesting you say that. So are you aware of what happened with Emily? No. So we have to, we've referenced this on the podcast before, but that was the original plan. Helen wow. Baxendale was to become a permanent cast member of Friends, <gasps> but she got pregnant midway through season four shooting and decided she didn't want to have a baby and bring it up in New York. Oh, so she wow. basically bailed on the show and went, I'm back off to England. And that's where the whole Ross Rachel thing comes from because they hurriedly went. Take the Rachel. Oh God, how are we going to get them out of this? Like, oh my God. And when you look at it that way, it's a very clever way of writers. That was amazing. Getting a man out of a wedding on his wedding day because that's a real hard ask, isn't it? So how, like, how do we end this marriage how before quickly, it starts? How much time do they have to think of that? One of the greatest cliffhangers I've ever. Yeah, yeah it's amazing. I screamed. <laughs> I screamed. Because at that point, there was no Netflix going the next episode. We had to wait. Months. Months. Uh, uh, a year? It would have months. been six months. Because it's 23 ep- There's six months worth of, ep- worth of episodes. Yes, you're right. So it would have been about six months. Wow. But yeah. Wow. So yeah, so by all, you know, this could all be complete urban myth, but it seems to be fairly well documented that they were supposed to be together. And That's so towards amazing. the end of season four, you remember the episode, the one with the invitation, which is a clip show where 
they're thinking about inviting Rachel to the wedding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the whole episode is a clip show about Ross and Rachel's history and it comes two episodes before London, which at the time you'd be like, it seems a bit weird that the big build-up to Ross and Emily's wedding <laughs> yeah. day is oh, reminding, wow, reminding us about Ross and Rachel. But we've we've deduced on this podcast that that is why that episode was there. Imagine if Game of Thrones had a clips episode. <laughs> <laughs> Like, clips episodes are so I used to be so angry when yeah, I would yeah. turn on the television on a Friday night and realise my one 22 minute serving um, of Friends this week it was basically a YouTube was video just, called yeah. Friends <laughs> Best Bits yeah. what would happen if you got a comedian in a room you open their Amazon account and you look back at everything they've ever bought on that website well this because I was consuming so much peanut butter, I decided to try and get a powdered oh, version that wow. wasn't as fattening. Uh, your handwriting can change your life. I regret this book. <laughs> I regret this book. Keep calm and love Dom Jolly novelty keyring yeah, and fridge that. magnets. Yeah, I love yes. that. I do have that on my fridge. Four pounds you spent on that. That's My Mate Bought a Toaster, available now from Great Big Al. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. Should we talk about the switch that does nothing? Yeah, not. I'm not as... Not as keen, keen on that on bit, it? are you? What do you think, Pete? I, I can... Um, we at our house, there's a light on the outside of our house that we kind of have the opposite to Monica's problem in that we so you know what does, it does. does we don't know <laughs> does too much we don't know where the switch is for this light outside and you can see the lead go into the oh, outside of the wall funny. but we don't know where the switch is so I, I, but i wouldn't go to the point of tearing down parts of my fucking house to find out like I, i'm not that curious but that's crazy yeah. so the light is on the outside of your house yeah and it's just there but we assume that there's a switch for it and there's a cable that goes in the house but we don't know where it goes is this a, is this a street light i mean no. do you <laughs> it's a, do you not know that these post. are just a public yeah. good <laughs> turned on by the king when the sun goes down no, it is attached to the house by the front door okay 
So okay, but I only I only today I've thought about it quite a lot because I watched this episode and was like, we never did find out. But um, well, have you thought about going next door to see if the switch is there? Yes. Um, no, he's a bit weird next door. Ha- I wouldn't want to bother. Having watched this episode, that would be my obvious logical conclusion. Yeah. Pete, it's next door. Yeah. That, it it was um well, it's a weird time in the friend in friends law. It's not law. It's, it's friends like mid apartment. It's when mid apartment swap. Yeah. An absolutely ridiculous plot. Great plot. I'm, I'll that, defend it. You're not into it. Uh, it's, it's, it's weird. It's, it's weird. I, I'll be honest. My one of my favorite episodes was that quiz, quiz. episode. Because it, and I think I know why. I just realised because it's just gags. You don't need exposition. Yeah. Because it's very hard to get a gag into a script. You end up doing a Family Guy stuff like a. Yeah, it reminds me of the time that your mail was delivered to Miss Chenandler Bond. Like, yeah. It's it's quite hard. So the quiz was an amazing way of just gag, 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 gag. Yeah, gag. character stuff. Yeah. What's Monica's biggest pet peeve? Yeah. Animals dressed as humans. Yeah. Um, the towels, the yeah, the, yeah, yeah, all of that stuff. Miss Chandler Bong made it's me laugh so much. One of the funniest things I've ever heard when I when so I funny. Yeah. I say what is funny. Um, at one point when Rachel comes home, she sees Monica, and Monica's just torn loads of holes in the book. By the way, I know this is going to be one of your questions. Correct. This is one of your questions. It's going to be what? Uh, what book was Monica reading? Ah, interesting. Where, it's not. It's oh, is it not? not? Yeah. There is another detail in that scene, though. Okay, but Monica's reading a book when Rachel comes home. And it's a, it's a scary book. What is it? It's called Hole in the Head, yeah. which you'd assume is a sort of a self-help book or something yeah. about, uh, I miss you, something about missing someone, yeah? Yeah. It's a book about someone getting an assassin. Oh. I'm like, oh, Monica. Oh, I guess you're a bit It's a, a good bit of character, yeah. isn't it? But uh, Yeah, I, I don't know if I care, I care much for that. It's good. <laughs> I don't care too much. I don't care. Uh, let, let me tell you my observations about okay. this bit. I mean, this is very much... The filler, isn't it, between the two other plots, which are the main ones in this? Yeah, Yemen is one of the best bits of Friends. Yeah, ever. Yeah, and it goes to show what a different time. So no, you you go, you go, you talk about Yemen. Uh, no, I'm not going to talk about Yemen. I'm just going to talk about the switch. Okay, we'll just, yeah. we'll, then we'll discard the switch and we'll yeah, finish yeah. on Yemen, and that's fine, isn't it? Yeah. The only real things I noticed uh, were well, one I did enjoy the moment where she's hooked up all the things to the switch. To hear what makes a sound. Yeah. yeah. And Joey does that classic schoolboy prank of doing the hum. Absolutely. Does it really well. Joey all over. Brilliant Joey, Joey all over. Great little, nice little Joey. J-A-O. Moment. The only, so the, and this just, we just visit revisit this two or three times, don't we? And uh, she's gone more and more mad, basically. Yeah. In her yeah. attempts to discover that she's gone out to City Hall and find the blueprints. There is one weird reference to Joshua. Yeah. Who appears not at all in this episode. And I felt his pulse. Yeah. And Rachel comes home and basically goes, you know, guess what happened with Joshua at work today? And... It's a real testament to how loyal they know that audience is. That oh, of course. They I... just go, everyone, every single person that's watching this knows. knows what's going on. We all know about Joshua at work. He is not mentioned once they don't set it up. Rachel yeah. just walks in and goes, guess what happened with Joshua at work? I felt his pulse. And Monica goes, oh, great. Yeah, that whole scene is like three lines long. Yeah, and that's it. And I guess that's just for them to be like, hey guys, Joshua's still knocking about. Don't forget that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. it's kind of mad when you think about it. It, yeah, it's a weird, very weird, very quick scene. Yeah, um, yeah. People just know knew everything. I guess. Yeah, yeah but you're right. It's a way to also remind the audience. Ah, oh, Josh was there. Still fancy this but guy. it's a, just. It just made me think. Like, man, they have confidence that everyone yeah. knows what the hell's going on. Because that, as an isolated bit of dialogue, is mad. And then the that's that, that's it. That's really the switch. We find out it's the t- it's controlling the TV across the across the hall. Or is it? Or is, or is, it? Or is, or is Phoebe's it, blinking? Is Phoebe doing it with her doing. mind? I think. Um, I think the, it's the switch, isn't it? I think the this um, 
I think the Yemen thing is one of the many, one of the many bits of. I mean, I guess '90s sitcom. That's it. We forget how old Friends is. The fact that the internet does not exist through any of Friends' premiership yeah. at all no. didn't exist. The number of problems that could have been solved, like <laughs> massive problems, with just a phone existing, yeah. a telephone. Yeah. Um, and was it the one like Chandler's trying to find Monica so that Richard doesn't propose to her? Yeah. It's like text her, mate. It's, I mean, he really should have done. He definitely could have done. Yeah. Could he? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, by that time. We, yeah, yeah. There's, there's another episode where um, Joey is auditioning for mac and cheese. Yeah. And Chandler picks up that message by mistake and yeah, yeah, it all course. goes to shit because he writes it on the whiteboard thing on the back of the door and then <laughs> yeah. and then that's it. He doesn't text him. He doesn't, nothing. Yeah, but they have, they've got phones. They've got phones by then, 100%. That's uh, well, the year what, 2000, mate. Yeah, but they're, not, but they're not in their pockets. No, absolutely not. I look at their pockets. I look at TV characters' pockets. They don't have a phone to their name or a wallet. It's very sad. No. Um, the Yemen thing, it's just so funny that, like, the way of, like, there was no discussion of, yeah, email me. Like, yeah. Yeah, I'll email you. Or, like, it was the idea that someone could legitimately pretend to go to another country <laughs> in the 90s. Yeah. And it was a believable plot. <laughs> Like, Do you know what, though? It shouldn't have been believable because the whole reason this started is because they bumped into each other at a nail bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, if they're bumping into each other, Chandler and Janice bump into each other far too regularly. Oh, yeah, that's so funny. Across the series. So funny. They always, and it's all, I do, I really like the Janice reveals. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. It is, there is a genuine moment of, like, shock whenever she appears. And 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 uh, Matt LeBlanc does a really good bit of acting when um, Chandler brings Janice into the apartment. He he physically jumps and recoils, yeah, 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 like yeah. In, in genuine terror. That's funny. And uh, Chandler's can't stand the woman when she shuts when he shuts the door on her as well. Yeah. It's, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's fu- I remember that that was that was good. It's kind of glossed over, isn't it? That Chandler doesn't need to date Janice just because he's bumped into her. But he's famously like, well, this was great. I'll give you a call. Course, we should do it yeah, again yeah, sometime. Yeah, yeah. I think it's... But it seems to be his go-to that he bumps into her, looks horrified in the nail bar. She goes, oh my God. And he looks scared. Yeah. And then the next thing, they're dating again. That must be the last time they go out. They're in a relationship. It must be, because then Monica and him hook up. Series five. Yeah. Then Janice comes back, doesn't she, around the time of the wedding. And and she goes, she meets up with Ross as well, doesn't she? Yeah, she does. She Ross. Yeah. I like Janice. A great character. Underrated. That That actress was in... Parent Trap? And you, I couldn't recognise her because she didn't speak like that. And she didn't do the Janice voice. Yeah, I think she was one of the Maggie mums, Weaver. I oh, think. Oh. But yeah. Um, it, yeah, it was... Um, I, it, it's just so funny to think just... I consider anyone that doesn't have a phone an alien. <laughs> or no, no, doesn't have a phone. Like people who... Even me from the 90s or 2000s, the idea that I was able to not go insane yeah. without stimulation of just... Even having a Wikipedia or Google Maps, I'm like, I don't, I can't relate to that person. Yeah, what's happening? So I can't even relate to sitcom characters now if they don't enter a Starbucks and just look for a socket, to, just in case. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, just in case they need, because they they will need to charge. Their they phone. will need to charge their. Yeah, phone. yeah. yeah. Um, but no, it, it's funny just how old how old it is. The thing that frustrated me the most for Chandler, and this is me being in the sitcom now, not just watching as a viewer. When Chandler goes to the airport and he's trying to book this fake flight to Yemen. Yeah. 
and he comes across the world's most infuriating uh, <laughs> yeah. check-in yeah, yeah. woman working for the airline who just, she won't, she's not, having any, she's not blocking him from trying to do this. She's just so stupid that the conversation basically goes like, I want to book a fake flight yeah. to Yemen. And she's like, oh, we don't do, fl-. it's like, just just play along with the guy. The poor lad's trying yeah. to get out of this. Ch- Chandler really, he should have said, can I speak to someone else? Yeah. Or like, he could have just, <laughs> he could have just. Yeah, it's back in his court when he just hands over a library card, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, yeah. got nowhere. But- Are you travelling with a child? It's like, yeah. just, can I pretend? Also, like, the fake ticket. Uh, it's so funny when you sometimes watch Friends and they do it as if they're in a play. So someone, an actor who's standing three feet away from another actor, can legitimately apparently not, not be heard. Not heard. Yeah. Speaking, Psst, the surprise party's tomorrow. Yeah. Like, so that happened. Like, yeah, Janice apparently could not hear what that conversation was. But right what was weird him. was when they were in the apartment and Janice was packing Chandler's stuff. Yeah. Um, Chandler was just telling everyone in the room, just so you know, I'm pretending to go to Yemen. Yeah. Janice couldn't hear. Through the open door. Through the open door. However, like a couple of minutes later, yep. <laughs> Chandler goes, thanks, man. Like yeah. through the, yeah, yeah. It's, but it's funny. It's kind of like a play yeah. that you, everyone's standing so close and like, yeah. And you just accept that, don't you? Of course you accept it. Um, and then um, the 15 Yemen Road Yemen. Yeah. Very. Great. Lovely. Lovely touch. Yeah. Really well delivered. For me, holds a personal disappointment because I did a friend's pub quiz about four years ago. Oh. And we only got two questions wrong and that was one of them because I couldn't remember the number. I thought it was 17 or 30. I I used to think it was 10. Yeah, I could not pinpoint the number. I knew it so well. Mm. And then it's one of those things where the question comes up in a friend's pub quiz and they go, what is the address Chandler gives to Janice? And you're like, yeah. Got this. Exactly. It's, and then you go, oh no. And I thought it was 17 Yemen Road Yemen. I went to a, um, a Forrest Gump themed prawn bar <laughs> and um, talked such a big game about knowing everything about Forrest Gump. And I did not win the pub quiz. Though there was a, a Forrest Gump quiz and I, it was just, yeah, so I'm quite upset now. Should we, oh, can I go? So yeah, should we do the quiz now? Well, yeah, I mean, this is the problem is the only thing left to do is the quiz. Great, wonderful. Add a memory hess. Lovely. I'm so worried. Question one. Okay. What film were the friends apparently waiting in line for when Red Ross first appeared? Dances with Wolves. Correct. Correct. Uh, Thank you. Question two. How much is a ticket to Yemen? Hmm. Her phrasing of it's a little bit unusual. Yeah, it is, isn't it? 70, something like $7,300. It's a, is it? You, four, you've got the formatting right, but yeah. you, you've, you, you're way over, yeah. $1,300. Twenty one hundred. Twenty one hundred. Yeah, Americans Americans do that. They don't do thousands. They don't do well, thousands, do they, they do no. hundreds, yeah. Twenty one hundred. Okay, I'm sorry. Bad energy for a podcast. I need cake up. That's Pet fine, right? no, 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 this is this is fine. Hey guys. Emily names uh four physical weaknesses of her friends on yep. the rugby pitch. Can you name three of them? Uh I hope I get more than multiple points for this. Okay. Um trick hip. Yeah. Correct. Weak angles. Yeah. <laughs> And um, dodgy knee. Bad knees. Bad yeah, knees. that's three. And that's fine. Yeah. And do, you know, ex- do you remember yeah. the other one? It's not really a physical weakness, this one. It's more of an equipment 
problem. Uh, he doesn't wear a cup. Correct. Correct. Thank you. Does anyone wear a cup in rugby? No. Never. No. Yeah, that's a cricket thing, isn't a cup. it? Yeah. Do they wear them in American football? Must be American football. Yeah, yeah they. I mean, it would be mad if they wear that much armour, but the dick is exposed. <laughs> um, question four. What is the name of Monochrome Rachel's downstairs neighbour? Mr. Heckles. Oh, no, no. Oh, no. Okay, sorry. Okay, referencing this episode. They talk to her through it, the floor. Yeah, yeah. It is Mrs. Petrakis. Correct. Yes. And question five. Uh, what is Chandler apparently being sent to Yemen to do? To find an energy source to replace fuel. That is- was hilarious when I found that out, when that first heard that. Yeah. I, I, yeah, that was great. Great. And also, now... It's a real thing. Yeah. Solar- <laughs> How old is it that yeah. the idea of solar energy yeah. was a joke? Yeah. Yeah. So, so I got five. They couldn't. No, you didn't get twenty one hundred dollars. <gasps> no, but I got fucking what? I got a triple hard question. <laughs> yeah, one of them. Yeah, you're right. You did. Okay, so how many people have got five? Uh, two or three. Not a yeah, lot. Not, not a many. lot. <sighs> okay. Not a lot. Okay. All right, I'm happy. I'm so happy. That's like, good. You got a lot of harder ones than I thought you would. This has been the best podcast I've ever enjoyed. Is it? <laughs> Norm- oh. Yeah. I mean, normally, I'm trying to think what normally I do. A po- I think normally on podcasts, you just got to have a chat. And I'm like, I don't have a life. I don't have enough to chat about. Yeah. Nothing to chat about. But I know six guys from New York and they love friends. So I talk to them, <laughs> get a lot of... Get a lot of facts and figs. Um, it's been very fun, yeah. Thanks for doing it, mate. Thanks for having me, Thanks guys. for coming on two weeks in a row as well. I know. Right. See you next week. <laughs> you know, it's, <laughs> just, it's just friends and friends with Adam Hess from now on. That's all we do. Thanks a um, lot. We'll be back next week. Goodbye. See ya. Hello, we're still here. Look, uh, next week on Friends with Friends, comedy writer, actor, and podcaster of the wonderful Smashing Sundays podcast, it's Beth Granville. Hello, Beth Granville. Hello. Uh, tell us, please, if you will, which episode we shall be talking about next week. We will be talking about the one with Ross's teeth. The one with Ross's teeth, series six, episode eight. Go away, watch it, bone up on your attention to detail, and we shall be back next week on Friends of Friends to talk about it in far too much detail. Bye now. Great pig. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. 
Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.